COVID-19, which um, came in uh, in the third month of the year, and it distorted a lot of activities. And that we will be looking at. Um, that we will be looking at that issue. And again, we'll be looking at issues of insecurity. We'll be issue, looking at issues that has to do with the answers. We'll be looking at um, the ASU strike and the saga between the government and ASU, as we'll have them. And we'll also be looking at issues that has to do with demands for good governance. Now, we are taking 2020 in retrospect. And I'm not going to be doing this alone. My Our guest for last week is here with us again in the studio. Um, he is a pastor. He is a public commentator, and he is also a security expert. His name is David Salah. Good morning, sir. Good morning, viewers and um, listeners at home, and good morning, right? Compliments of the season. Same goes to you. We are glad to have to have you. Yeah. How was the Christmas celebration? Well, we had it. Low key, but beautiful. We celebrated the birth of Lord, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Interesting. Now, on this program, like I've always said, we want to look at the issues, starting from the local level. But before we do that, we are going to take a short break, or we're going to take some Christmas wishes from our sponsors. And when we come back, the program Village Square will continue and us. Keep listening. My name is Christiana Tansu Michael, staff of Tech and Peace I wish you Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year spent with Jesus. My name is Julius A. Abimi from Tech and Peace Decks. I just want to wish you Merry Christmas and a prosperous New Year. My name is Tomion Dake from Tech and Peace Decks. May the spirit of Christmas enfold you and yours in its peace, hope and love. Love you. As we celebrate Christmas this year, remember that God always has a plan to help his children through hard times. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from Lois Nanley, Tech and Season's greetings to you all. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I am Gloria Pa. Okay, my name is Ephraim Samuel. I wish you a happy Christmas and prosperous New Year. My name is Joe Montez, staff of Take and Peace Decks. I wish you a celebration filled with joy, peace that Jesus brings in this season. My name is Nempin Malongji. I'm from Take and Peace Decks. I want to wish you all Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I'm Abimiku Innocent Moses, staff of Take and Peace Decks. Wishing you Merry Christmas and a prosperous 2021. My name is Leko Christopher. I'm wishing you Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. My name is Kelly Kokkada Peter. Take and peace text. I want to use this medium to wish them Merry Christmas and a prosperous 2021. Hello everyone. I'm Samchi. I'm in Plan. Wishing you Merry Christmas and a Happy New Hello, beautiful people. My name is Joseph Ojadeji, staff of Tech and Peace Desk. I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a prosperous New Year. Hi, my name is John Wright, and this is me wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a prosperous 2021. Stay blessed. This season is a reminder of God's love to mankind, that he sent his only son, who became flesh and dwelt amongst us, to redeem us from sin and death. As we celebrate his birth, may we also be reminded that he suffered on the cross died and resurrected for our sin. I want to wish every one of our listeners out there a prosperous new year. My name is Helen Philemon Haggai, the coordinator of Take and Peace Decks. 
keep listening to this program. You welcome back from that um, Christmas wishes from our sponsors. Now the program is called Village Square, and the sponsors is um, the sponsor is Tekam Peace Dex with support um, from Church in Action Netherlands. Now, with, to my guest in the studio, um, so let's do an overview of the year 2020. I just read out a few items before we went on that break. Uh, what ha- what what has been your perspective? I mean, how did 2020 come to us? Well, 2020 was a year that all of us looked forward to at the very beginning with so much hope and optimism. We were looking forward to a year of prosperity, a year of growth and development. Yes. It was going to it was supposed to be a strategic year because it is the 10th uh, the 10th year in the 21st century. Unfortunately, uh, so many things happen within the year and 2020 I must say for me personally is a year I wouldn't want to live to see again. Wow. It was a terrible year. It came with so many things that <coughs> the whole world didn't anticipate. First, it started with uh, the ASU strike because it began early in the year. Yes, yes. And we thought that the debacle between the government and the ASU, the lecturers, will end. Then eventually, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic struck. It started somewhere in China in the in, in I think around November of 2019 Wuhan. in Wuhan in China and then before you know it the first index case in Nigeria in February and then the lockdown Nigerians were locked at home for months what most of us were not used to to doing we, we were kept at home and then just when we were trying to come out of the lockdown of the pandemic then the NSAS protests came in when people, some young Nigerians, felt the brutality of the police and security officers was getting out of hand, and so they protested. And then in this same 2020, again, we saw banditry, the spike in banditry becoming a big matter in the Northwest, with kidnap of school children in Kankara and other places. And then in the Northeast, Boko Haram became more, more, more deadly and deadly and fierce. The killing of the Zabarmamari farmers and all of them sacking of villages and communities, and in in the north in the Middle Belt region, and then kidnapping. That one is all over the country. In fact, there's no part of Nigeria that is safe because of kidnapping. At first, we thought that if we stayed at home, we'd be free from kidnappers. Now they come to our homes to even pick us. I'm robbery. So those are what the year brought with it. It brought so many untold hardship. Businesses were closed. People couldn't travel. The world was, the world became suddenly closed. It became a business centers, uh, worship centers. Everything came to a standstill. I don't think that any one of us in, its, in his wildest, 
wildest, wildest imagination ever, ever thought that, that something can close down the world. But it did. Not even our prophets saw it. We also predict and make prophecies within the year. No, nobody saw what we saw in 2024. So for me, as 2020 rolls into history or whatever years roll into, I pray to take all his troubles and go with it. Amen. We pray to take all his troubles. <laughs> yes. Ex- especially as it affects us as Nigerians. Nigerians. You know, um, from the village perspective, um, we want to look at um, education now. Now, it started with the ASU strike. Now, uh, let's look at um, education uh, in its generality. Mm-hmm. We have been having issues of strike um, for decades now. Let me put it in that uh, line. Um, I've always grown up to hear strikes, act, um, strike actions, or uh, yes, um, strike in Nigeria. Now, uh, civil servants go through that, um, but mostly it affects the education sector. Why do we keep having, from your perspective, why do we keep having back and forth strikes um, every now and then, especially in the tertiary sector? We have a government, successive governments over the years that don't listen. And then we have ASU lecturers who are also not ready to compromise. So for me, I don't even know what the issues. I don't have the facts of the issues of ASU and the federal government. But I have known right from my youthful age, for the, even from when I was in school too, I know that courses that were supposed to have lasted four years ended up end of seven years. And so the, my young my, my daughter should have been in year three now if 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 it had worked well so i don't know but educate only a, only a foolish society i made a post this morning on facebook i said that nigeria has needs to be suspended from civilization we should suspend nigeria from civilization and okay. then if we want to admit ourselves back into civilization we should apply and get nations that have developed to stand in our shorties and guarantees for us to say that we're not going back to travel that dirty route of all of this right only a foolish country will watch its highest education sector become grounded for a whole year and children are home and no one seems to care the government doesn't care if if, if they meet they'll come and tell you that there was no com- i don't just understand it baffles me. this is coming on hills knowing fully well that um, education is said to be the bedrock, bedrock of, of every, every society, society. Mm. And, and 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 it is on record that um, nigeria is a country is one of the countries that um, graduate unemployable graduates so it's only in nigeria that you have graduates who have to go through internship training after school you have to go through skill acquisition and other things to be able to fit into the to, to, to what they call the what we call the labor market and um do you think that is uh, a product of the tertiary institution or the, the primary or the basic education i mean statistics has it that um, in nigeria the number of out of school children who are supposed to enroll basic primary education is over 10 million. Over 10 million out of school children. No, we have 23 million now. Mm-hmm. Now, wait. By the latest. By the latest. Yeah. It's not over 10 million, it's 23 million. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that. What does that translate to? What does that pertain to our society? And we are just giving a dime for people that will fight us tomorrow. That's just it. If you have 23 million out of school children, that's that who basic education. Basic education. I had the privilege of attending and getting a basic education. 
location. I didn't attend any good school, if you want to call it private good school. I went to submit primary school. I went to Ekwa Primary School in Gada Bukuba. I also went to Government Texas College and one. So I didn't have the privilege of going to all these big schools. But at the time when I went to school, schools were good. Now they were free. And they were free, of course. Even when I went to Government Texas College and one as a student of one, my school fees was 40 naira. And out of the 40 naira, I was still given money for transport to come home. And I eat three good meals when I was in school. Now we are in a system where 23 million children are not going to school. We are breeding a generation of children that one are unemployable, a generation of people that will become cannon fodders for politicians to use during crisis. These same 23 million children will not allow a sleep in Nigeria. They won't allow our children, even the children of the rich who have studied and have not been able to live in this country. We are breeding a kind of people that will fight for freedom. So what we take away from the education from is that they consider this insecurity challenge that we have so the representation of lack of education. Of course it is. If you give people good education, who will take money to come to this country? Who will take who will if I have a good 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 education and my children will be equal, you think anybody will go out? It was it's still having a direct effect on what is happening in this country. There's a video that shows this young young boy that was shot. The boy who shot Bobby is now facing 13 years and he held an AK-47 behind Robin, who was a student of the University of Nigeria, and shot him. Now imagine a 13-year-old boy that has never been to school, shooting an undergraduate. And this is what I see with the killing for the future. Okay, and I'm not saying we're standing for a country, but if you don't fix it, this is what we're going to do of our country. Well, my people, the problem in our village square, and I've been doing it, uh, I still just keep doing it, and going to learn how to survive. I will talk about the issue of what they do is review the voting they have to do for this 
ghetto like the Kodo. Of the 
Listen to focus at this one right now. Nothing concrete. Where are we actually going? I listened to a program about an hour ago about the border. Sorry to take you back. Why should Nigeria remain as a dumping ground for other nations to be using us? Our youth are all over. You see them like uh, school dropped out. How many years of independence? And up to now, those uh, policies are made and are not executed. Look at our children in the future of tomorrow. Who will build this nation? Nothing is going on in terms of a uh, uh, program, policies. You see policies that are made, and at the end of the day, these policies are ended up uh, within, within, within the reach. Where are we actually going? Uh, are you showing there is a plan for our children within the first quarter of this year to go back to the university? What is going on in this country? Thank you very much for your contribution. God bless you too. Um, thank you very much for your contribution. Well, sir, we've been following the course of the paper. Now, one of the things um, I, 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 I want to share at least uh, is that we need a government, and our program is supposed to mirror what happens in the government and what happens in our own society here. Uh, looking at the threat, looking at the way the government is doing, do you think we are already coming from the way? Because you made a very good, I mean, you made a very good, you made an assumption. I said, Nigeria should come out from the concept of civilized nations. We should, we are, we are not civilized. And we have the expression of this people. Now, the truth is that the other, the other nations of the world have moved down. Whether you like it or not, they've moved down in terms of education. Everything, education to everyone down, as small as it is today, has gone into technology of producing uh, cars, producing phones. Then you have small countries like Ghana. It was, wasn't it in the 80s that people were coming and were telling them Ghana must go with them, not them. Now, because when I was in secondary school, my teachers were Ghanaians. But now, they have moved on. Ghana is no longer in the same liquid as whether we want to believe. Ghana here. Just Ghana here. We are just big for nothing as Africans. It is sad that Reverend Mangai even ended it by asking a public question. He kept saying, where are we going to? Where are we going to? It is not for lack of policies in this country. We have good policies, but the truth is we don't have people who will drive the policies. We don't have the political will. And until we extrude some issues in Nigeria, issues of ethnicity, of religion, if we can extrude those ones and remove them from our government, I mean uh, our government system in Nigeria, please my people. Sadiq made good uh, one very vital point. He said that even with the 23 million after school children in the north, now the governments of the north, especially like Katina Sotoko and Zampara, they have two schools. And nobody is talking about even those schools will ever resume again. Because some, some rat-tack bandits forced the government to close schools. It doesn't even mean that non-state actors can force the state, force the government to close schools. And that is what has happened in Katina. So that's like a government in the government. It's a government on its own. And until, because, see, let me be honest with you, I was telling some friends yesterday, I said, the truth is that Nigerians are not asking the government for too much. Because we produce our water, I produce my water. 
the water I drink government does not give me. Yes, I beat my borehole. I produce my electricity. At least I have my I pass my neighbor at home, which gives me electricity. And I think that goes for most Nigerians. All that Nigerians are saying, Nigerians are very enterprising. If government can secure them, they can they are not even asking for give us water, give us food, give us electricity. Give them security. Nigerians will take care of themselves because we are entrepreneurial. Every home that I know in my community, in Guratop, in Reiki, in Hoshi, in Kami, all those, every home has a well or a water bottle that we produce their water. In fact, nobody talks about water bottle. Everybody is born in the world. We all have either generators, those who are a bit well to do already have solar system, uh, uh, solar alternative source of power. So the truth is, we are not going anywhere. To go back to your question, other countries have moved on. We are either, we are either, rather than even moving, we are not even marking time. It's even safer if we are marking time so that when we have a government that is ready to move, we can move from where we have been marking time. Look, we are reprogressing. Yes. Well, we are taking steps backwards while other countries are moving on and on. Okay, yes. Um, and I think it matter. I think it matter. The program is still village square and I deal with BBC Life or the student BBC Pastor, is a public analyst and a security expert. Yes. Okay, let's move from education now because we still go back to you still we cannot finish this issue. Now let's look at um, the COVID nineteen response. Um, how do you think that um, our the people of Nigeria and the government have responded to COVID nineteen? What's your perspective on well, when COVID-19 started, many uh, people believed it was a pandemic. People thought it was politics. I, I, I think now, with what is the, the recent spike in the COVID-2 now, what do they call it? Second wave. Second wave of this thing. I think the thing is true because I spoke with it uh, for the first time I saw the thing of but I see the thing. The thing comes to me. So the 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 way the way the government the way government handled the thing, you see, government has done good in trying to enlighten people. Every time government they report them, they report even sending us But that one, my dear government. The way we don't need to put that in the hospital, I keep the hospital, they know the virus. They know even help the matter by not also giving people to need to play in the system. Because if you say no to no comment, the time of the locust will be for each other and hand this, you say no to no comment. But you know that you have the locust will be for each other. So, women have tried in enlightenment. But they didn't try in in helping in the people. And I'm talking about the long-term plan. No long-term plan. Covid-19 just exposed government to all the all around our hospitals. Even boss Mister Pastor, like he didn't know that Nigerian hospitals are working. So I wonder when the the FFG, when we first started to tell government, we know nothing about hospitals. So that means they have never been hospitals in Nigeria. So I'm asking my government, they don't need to do this from the day we've been born and now for us, I think they just give no message to the hospital back in Nigeria this morning. So you see, they have been doing it for Why did they let them do it to people? People let them, I don't know if people let them do it to people. So they let them do it to people. Yeah, I don't know. Now you become curious, you have to get into it. And you know, because government sometimes they get to explain this thing. 
this is a way to explain this thing. I know people understand that. So people go to the ah, oh yeah, that government don't do that matter when they are all children and women. Because you see, it's a accountability again. Around mega and all big big issues mm -hmm. for this matter. Now um, as we don't get up, Reverend uh 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 so our advice then yesterday again, the case of saying you did expenses more for premium in the country for public institutions. Then, now the matter did that. Even yesterday, I hear somebody talk to them, say they say she will save a life in the Because even if they can, and they can be persistent, they will still be able to save a life in the world. Shalom, John Wright, and the other way, they get now. Say, dear mama, I don't know what you call from right here. Thank you. 
Dimana? Halo? Halo? Halo, good morning. Halo, good morning. Good morning. Yes, um, my name is White. This is my calling from Bukuru. Sorry, I didn't hear your name. Wailang, Wailang. I'm calling from Bukuru. Wailang, okay, from Bukuru. Hey, what name is that? Yes, sir. Um, I want to move out to the Madonna because now. Hello? I can hear you, Dana. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yes. Talking about Kinti, the whole year is a drama. As a citizen, I wish you could have seen the better way in 2011. But the question is that if the government did the right thing, that is another issue. Because we are operating with double standards. Some in Nigeria, you see some people, it's like the some are valueless, while some are valuable. Testing, for example, um, some people um, are talking about something very similar to what Mr. Fuka just said, and nothing happened. But you come to understand that when Mr. Fuka just said something, it's as if he said something different from what the Sultan has said. And people, and we have come under attack. And that's why I'm saying that this country is moving somewhere. Because we cannot live in the same country and be operating different positions or different uh, uh, justice for, for different people. That is not the right thing, and we are not moving the right way. I'm afraid, but I wish everything will be put under control. Secondly, um, uh, Dr. Melati has said something about the issue of safety, and also Jesus, we are following up and down. But recently, someone just come out, I think they are talking about their team, just come out and say the same thing, and nobody invites you. Which type of country are we living in? That kind of country we are going to be, you know, to prosper. I don't think it's a kind of country. So I, I'm, I'm calling on the decision of this country that we should be looking things beyond our region. We should be looking things to where place to be looking at things so that things will work for us. So we ask for security, give us life, give us free stable things. Government cannot do the job. Yet we cannot talk. We have to talk the same to exercise the government. When we talk, they say we are wilder. How will we be continuing to do in this aspect? Thank you very much, Bernard. I want to go to the other, I want to go to the other thing. Thank you very much, Bernard. I want to go to the other thing. Thank you very much, Bernard. I want to go to the other thing. Thank you very much, Bernard. But not the same thing, so for the truth, for the police to do bad things, they don't do So people can say, no, we just surprise the truth. And it started very peacefully, very beautiful, but along the line, the truth can spread for you. But let me say something, the entrance was not just a particular No, 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 no. Tell me about the entrance of Madonna. Entrance is talking about bad governance over the years, whether we believe it or not. It was just a metaphor. So you can be sitting in the Ghana Empire, but also not according to this program, also not do the Aiba, the Makarinka, the Abenchi, the Tisibuki, the Ahmadi, the Sunni members, the Senators, the Chiefs, the Senators, 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 the so this is what entrance was about. So the metaphor was just the police. Unfortunately, it was a good cause. It was a good cause that that was the police. So 
Ein Wir können uns nicht immer sagen, dass einige Leute, Politiker, Secondly, we should up the anti of government. Government must fight this thing through 
Il faut surtout guetter le futur de tout le monde. Il faut que tout ce gouvernement parle de ce gouvernement de ce gouvernement de l'Union Parce que le 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 gouvernement I don't have the facts, so I can't speak to certain people, whether the government has a hand in it or not. The best I can say is that there is some sort of negligence on the part of government authorities as well. About increasing the budget of police and uh, the military and all that, that will work. But sometimes we don't judge a man until he's come into face. Does the government have the money to do it? I don't know. Does the government know? Our government thinks we don't know. So that we, we've been borrowing from day one of this government. So does, do they have the money to fund the police or fund the military? I don't know. But they have the money to fund the National Assembly. Maybe they will do National Assembly soon as they could fund police. I don't know. All right, so... We've got some senators before me and we find them for you. All right, so... Reverend, you go be ending my chapter here. But um, what are your Christmas wishes and what do you pray for coming into the new year? My best compliments to everybody for a uh, uh, wonderful Christmas. I pray that you will enjoy your Christmas. And then my message for 2021. I did beg you 2021. As you want to come to Nigeria, please not talk to your brother 2020. If he call you, no pick him call you, make him carry. Because I hear say 2021 tell you, say, come with COVID-19, the pandemic, etc. Please, I beg you 2021. Now, God, I carry beg you. As you go come, carry your income for me. No carry the call of uh, 2020. I know it's not your brother. 2021, also listen to me. No pick the call of government. You see that government needs to say me to improve prosperity. I beg you, just come with prosperity, goodness. And love and unity for us and insecurity for us. That is my message. May we all enjoy a wonderful new year. Thank you for Amen. So the program has been really square. I mean, we were able to talk about ASU and things get better for ASU and the federal and things get better and looking at education. We also pray that we have a better response of COVID 19 in the years to come. We also hope that the NSAS um, issue may not, we also hope that there should be um, fixed issues that will not lead to another NSAS. We also hope that um, the issue of banditry will stop. And thank you to all our callers. Thank you, um, Brian, thank you, Sabrina from PTRT, thank you, Madam Kim, thank you, Madam Abigail Mama Ada, thank you, um, uh, Samuel Mandel from Kenya, and to everybody maybe you join our social media. Thank you very much, this is the video I see, thank you, my Obama, and this is it for here. My name is Daniel, and on behalf of all the staff and all the staff of Pokemon, please get, I'm saying, please have a very, very good celebration, and we hope to see you in the new year to come. And our headmistress will be here in the for us that, um, I feel that we get clearly uh, at the end of the day. We are going to end with our Christmas wishes from our sponsors. And the program of reading this and it has been sponsored by Pokemon Peace Bet with support from Chachi Action for uh, Senior Team. My name is Ephraim Samuel. I wish you a happy Christmas and a prosperous New Year. My name is Yomwantes. 
Gustav Ortega built there. I wish you a celebration filled with joy, peace, and Jesus reigns this season. My name is Nancy Malonji. I'm from Tekan Tuesday. I want to wish you all Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I'm a beautiful innocent Moses staff of Tekan Tuesday. Wishing you Merry Christmas and a prosperous 2021. My name is Leku Kisopa. I'm wishing you Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. My name is Kili Kokara Peter. I can be sent. I want to use this medium to wish them Merry Christmas and a prosperous 2021. Hello everyone. I'm Santi. I'm in Adaflam. Wishing you Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hello beautiful people, my name is Joseph Ojadeji, staff of Tech and Peace Desk. I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a prosperous New Year. Hi, my name is John and this is me wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a prosperous 2021. Stay blessed. This season is a reminder of God's love to mankind that he sent his only son who became flesh and dwell amongst us to redeem us from sin and death. As we celebrate his birth, we will also be reminded that he suffered on the cross died and resurrected for us. I want to wish every one of our listeners out there a prosperous new year. My name is Helen Philemon Haggard, the coordinator of Taken Peace Death. Keep listening to this program. Let's unleash the force of Jesus' finest